0: Man, is that the rock news weekly podcast yeah man well turn it up man this is rock news weekly every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock metal indie grunge alt and classic rock news this week's new releases this week in music history trivia movies pop culture and more now on to this week's episode what's up everybody it's time for the rock news weekly podcast and we are here for a very special halloween edition aren't we dahlia well, I should say Garth.
1: I thought I was Garthra. I thought we had planned this all up. Okay,
0: yes. Okay, you're right.
1: <laughs> party it's, on, weird.
0: Party on, Garthra. <laughs> uh, so, weirds world. Weirds, weirds world. Podcast time. Podcast time. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> there we go. That was good enough. <laughs> I was good. Uh, yeah, so weird. I'm weird instead of Wayne because we decided that I have a beard. You're and so the the Wayne with a beard is weird. So weirds world. And then Garthra is the female version of Garth. <laughs> so there we go. That's how we came to that conclusion. All right. So let's get to the rock news of the week. Uh, we got lots to talk about this week. Uh, week of October 31st, of course. Season 4, episode 42 mcmars announces his retirement from touring this week matt skiba says there's a whole album's worth of blink 182 songs he recorded with the band before he left Uh, when we were young festival ended up canceling the first day of their festival due to extreme winds in las vegas we'll talk about that brian johnson sets the record straight on who really wrote the uh, lyrics for acdc's back in black album apparently it's kind of a bit of a controversy Uh, Plus this weekly WTF and so much more. Everything's up rocknewsweekly.com. $3.99 a month. You guys can support us. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. We're everywhere. Google Podcast, Amazon, Audible. Follow us on Twitch if you haven't lately uh, or yet. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly for all of you audio listeners. Uh, We're on YouTube as well. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all at rocknewsweekly. Uh, Did you hear about this at all, Dolly? The festival getting canceled when we were young? Yeah, so and they
1: just announced it.
0: Well, that's for next year. The oh. bi- that's the big one with Green Day, Blink 182, all that uh, is for next year. That's still going on. But the one that they had this year, uh, they had to cancel the first day due to um, 60 mile per hour winds that were happening at the Las oh Vegas God. Festival Grounds. Yeah, according to Vegas, yeah, uh, according to A warming, every- yeah, it was 60 mile per hour winds. Uh, the festival organizer uh, says they spent the last several days proactively preparing the festival ground for a windy Saturday, but apparently it wasn't enough. Now that's
1: dangerous. with um, all that tall equipment and the stage.
0: Yeah, stuff, oh, definitely. Be,
1: I wouldn't
0: want to go. Um, so, statement continues under advisement of the National Weather Service and the Las Vegas Police. We have no other choice than to cancel today's. Uh, so it was pretty, pretty crappy, but. Apparently, a lot of the the bands actually went out uh, the next day and played a lot of shows for free at little clubs in the area in Las Vegas because people were so bummed out and so upset about the whole thing uh, that they ended up doing that. So at least they kind of made up for it a little bit, but still pretty pretty crappy, huh? Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, this was a, a big festival that was announced, uh, the Innings festival or excuse me, yeah, the Innings Festival in Tempe, Arizona, with Green Day, Eddie Vedder. Uh, Weezer, Black Crows, Offspring, all these bands on there. What do you get? What do you think of that one?
1: That looks like a cool show. Eddie Vedder on there. So what? He's just Eddie Vedder now.
0: Yeah, I guess he's doing a solo thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Solo stuff. And I know he's a big baseball fan. So okay. I'm not sure. Uh, it seems like there's some kind of a theme for baseball in this. It says baseball, baseball, baseball. Off the mound, featuring Ryan Dempster. The Bronson Arroyo Band, All-Star Baseball Jam, hosted oh, yeah, by Heartless Jake Peavy. Uh, a lot of um, famous um, baseball players are there, including Randy Johnson, Jake Peavy, and more. So what There you go. kind of cool. Like, just,
1: like, doing like, signings and things? I
0: don't know, I they're... guess. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, February 25th through the 26th oh, in, Arizona? in Arizona. Huh. Interesting. That's a new one. I've never heard of this festival. I no. think it's the first year they've done it. So. Yeah, it's new. Uh, Mick Mars, man, uh, Motley Crue guitarist. I know,
1: scraggly old black hair. Uh,
0: He's retiring from touring, though. Uh, He announced that um, that he's going to retire from the road. He broke the news. Uh, He's going to remain a part of the band. He's not going to uh, retire from being in Motley Crue, but just from the road. And he says, uh, "This is the band's official statement." Mick Mars, co-founder, lead guitarist of the heavy metal band Motley Crue for the past 41 years, has announced today that due to his ongoing painful struggle with Anki losing spondylitis. As he will no longer be able to tour with the band, Mick will continue as a member of the band, but can no longer handle the rigors of the road. As is an extremely painful and crippling degenerative disease which affects the spine. Oh. There's been no word, though, who's going to tour with the band. But the big, um, the big rumor is that it's John Five. You think um, so? Yeah, that's what... He uh,
1: wasn't even at the Rob Zombie show. And That's
0: why they're speculating that, because he's not oh, with Rob Zombie's band anymore. Oh, he's and practicing with yeah, Molly Crew now. Could be. Anticipating. Could be. just
1: like picking, pa- the, like the baton being passed.
0: Yep. Uh, John Fives um, <clears throat> always said that Molly Crew's been a huge influence on his style of playing, and it would be a big deal for him um and he would definitely be able to do it um so we'll see what the deal is uh, i think they're just giving it time to let mcmars kind of uh step back and not overshadow him with john 5 and any announcement yet so we'll see how that goes so kind of a bummer though hope he gets better and uh, you yeah. know mcmars take it easy right yeah all right matt skiba from blink 182 and his time was in the band, he. Uh, reveals that there's apparently a whole unreleased album that he's recorded with them. Wow. Uh, eight or nine songs which n- may never be released now that Tom DeLonge has rejoined the band.
1: Well, why would they? They would have to pay him royalties for right. any music. He says, that says there's almost a
0: whole him. album's worth of stuff. It was supposed to be an EP and just kept going. They finished around the time that Mark Hoppus was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, in case anyone thinks that Skiba is smarting over the shelving of this material, he insists that he couldn't be happier to see Blink's classic uh, lineup reunited. Says I'm proud of the work that I did with them. We had a great time. There's no bad blood. There's no drama. No nothing. It's just the next chapter in the band's life. So
1: wow, interesting.
0: Yeah, probably never see the light of day because you're right. They yeah. would have to do a whole thing about that, and I don't think they're going to do that.
1: No, no. When you get legal involved and all, you know, contracts. Yep. I it's mean, wouldn't even. Be a mess.
0: All right, let's get through this, though. Bono says there's a, a new U2 album, apparently, that's already um, been recorded, and he's sitting on it. Uh, he says the band's actually going to hold off putting it out. Um, he says about the release, quote, We have almost finished this album called Songs of Ascent, which we're not putting out because we want to put out a rock and roll album. So we're not putting this out, but I'm telling you it's awesome. The feeling of the edges of my songwriting together is at a very high level. My phone here is packed with new songs. We're tempted to put them out out of competition, but we felt that the material was so strong it deserved time to make people sure to hear about them as well as heard them. We're in the room together with Larry and Adam. It's great. I'm excited. There's about 20 of them finished. Um, so he says it's going to be a rockin' album from you two. Um, he says that he says uh, about it. He wants it to be quote a noisy, uncompromising, unreasonable guitar album. In among that unreasonableness, it's likely that I will put. The part of me, the anger that hasn't been managed to good use, end quote. So, sounds like he wants to make a hard-rockin' album, uh, for u two standards anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I mean, I guess that's encouraging, but what do you think?
1: I I like U2. Yeah? yeah, Well, I like the Joshua Tree album, probably like many others, but... And there's been like one or two, but yeah, I mean, you know, I guess I'm interested to see what they're going to put out. It probably won't be my cup of tea, but... Oh, should probably take it out.
0: Yep. All right. So there you go. That's that news. Kings of Chaos. Uh, this is the supergroup uh, from Matt Sorum uh, from Guns N' Roses, the drummer from Matt Sorum. If you notice, there's Corey Taylor, there's um, uh. Dean DeLeo from STP. I think that's um, I think that's Nikki Six. I don't know. Slash, David Kushner, Duff McKagan have all been in in the group at one time. Features the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer on drums as well as lead vocals. And his debut album from this band is uh, coming out autumn-winter of 2023. So Uh next year. Uh, But they made the big announcement about it that he's staying busy. And it looks like that means Guns N' Roses is finally taking a break. And he's able to focus on some of uh, the solo stuff that he wants to do. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Good for Matt.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, All right, so let's move on to some more rock news this week. What else we got? Oh, yes, this story, this was interesting about Bon Scott. So he's got his new memoir out, Brian Johnson, uh, talking about Bon Scott and how he didn't write the lyrics for the Back in Black album. So there's this big rumor, I guess, of uh, the Back in Black album with ACDC, and uh, the rumor was that this was a transitional time of the band, right? They... um, they basically lost Bon Scott because he passed away. Uh, Brian Johnson took over duties. You mm-hmm. know the history there, babe.
1: Uh, no, not particularly. Other than well, I knew there were two different, but other than that.
0: So the the, the story is is that the, there was a persistent rumor going on that Bon Scott actually wrote the album's lyrics before he passed away. So, Black and Black was released after his death, right? Mm-hmm. Supposedly found in the notebooks left behind. This was the rumor. Um, so, in his new memoir, though, The Lives of Brian, Brian Johnson tries to finally set the record straight about all this. He says, simply, The conspiracy theories are legion, usually started by people who think they know what happened but weren't there. It was me at the end of the pen, writing every night and every morning with only the title to work with. That's what happened. That's the truth, and I really hope that settles it. So Bon Scott did come up with the title, Back in Black, but that's it. He didn't come up with any lyrics yeah. or anything like that. Wow.
1: So, Cool story.
0: Yeah, so there you go. That's the... Party on, weird. <laughs> Party on, Garthra. Okay, Matthew Perry apparently made out with Valerie Bertinelli next to a passed-out Eddie Van Halen. In this new uh, interview and uh, memoir that uh, Matthew Perry's been uh, talking about all this crazy stuff that's happened in his life... He says he once made out. Watch that. He once made out with Valerie uh, Bertinelli while her husband Eddie Van Halen was passed out beside him. Apparently, uh, she was in a sitcom uh, with Matthew Perry called Sydney. Here's yeah. a picture from it. How weird! Yeah, there's Valerie Bertinelli. There's that Matthew didn't Perry. Suit a lot of day. It did not last. That <laughs> uh, that that series didn't. Uh, oh. And he says in his memoir, "Quote: If you think I actually didn't have a chance in hell, you'd be wrong, dear reader. Valerie and I had a long, elaborate makeout session. It was happening. Maybe she felt the same way I did. But he claimed the next uh, the next day uh, he confessed her feelings, and she acted like it never happened. Uh, so she 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 realized probably she made a mistake." Uh, Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: her husband at the time was Eddie Van Halen.
0: Right. And now a message from one of our sponsors.
1: Hey, Dad, you got
0: anything better than water or Gatorade for my workout? You bet, son. I have the latest
1: protein power drink courtesy of Crow's Milk.
0: No, thanks. I've had that protein-based dairy product that gives you the power of a crow before, but it's too smooth for my liking. (laughs) I have just the thing for you, slugger. It's the new Crow's Milk Chuggers. Chuggers, huh? What's that all about? Chuggers is still the protein-based dairy product that gives you the power of a crow, but now in a more unrefined natural raw curd sort of way. You mean like the consistency of chugging down a warm bottle of cottage cheese? That's right, Lalo. It's best served at room temperature on the brink of spoiling. That way you activate the crow-powered enzymes and sugars to release your full potential. Here, try some. That's the worst thing I've ever tasted, and the consistency was like oatmeal. But somehow I feel the power of a crow activating inside me. Whoa! Who's that cool middle-aged man that's dressed like a crow over there? Hey, bros, I'm Crow McChuggins, here to chug down some chuggers with you to get you chugging pump. Yeah! Yeah! And don't forget, Chuggers is best served warm when you leave it out in the hot sun for at least two hours to reach its full potential to release all the enzymes of those crow eggs and fortify those nutrients. (laughs) I think I'm starting to feel nauseous Feels like a thousand knives are piercing my intestines right now. Oh, don't worry. That means the special crow powers are activating right now, fortifying your insides with true chugger's power. Dad, call an ambulance. (laughs) As we say, say, if it doesn't doesn't tear up up your insides insides, and send send you to the the ER, it ain't chugger's. chuggers. (laughs) Roots, Yan Beast. (laughs) Trademark. All right, so uh, that's that. Let's get to some rock birthdays this week. And here is, uh, where's the transition for rock birthdays? Let's do it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay, okay. Time for some uh, rock birthdays. So let's get to it, Dahlia, take it away.
1: All right, all right, Rock Birthdays. Ed Robertson of the Bare Naked Ladies turns fifty two.
0: Look at Ed with his mint green guitar.
1: Yep. Alright, Chad Smith, drummer of Red Hot Chili Peppers, turns sixty one this week.
0: Also, uh, Will Ferrell's Doppelganger.
1: I know, right? He
0: does. He looks exactly like Will Ferrell.
1: He does look exactly like Will Ferrell. Oh, my God. All right,
0: 61 for uh, Chad Smith. For
1: Chad Smith. Oh, you go, Chad Smith. Keep on rocking. All right, John Anderson, singer of Yes, turns 78 this week.
0: 78.
1: Still going. Look at that guitar. Ooh, I love that guitar. Yeah,
0: beautiful.
1: Beautiful. All right, Robbie McIntosh, guitarist of the Pretenders and Paul McCartney, turns sixty-five this week.
0: That's right. Happy
1: birthday, Robbie. Kelly Osbourne, TV host, daughter of Ozzy and Sharon, and wife of what's his face from Slipknot.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. Turns thirty-eight this week. K.K. Downing, lead guitarist of Judas Priest, turned 71 this week.
0: 71.
1: Is that that a recent picture? Yeah. Oh, he's doing well. Check him out with his chest out. Yeah. All right. Gary W. Talent, bassist uh, of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, turned 73 this week. 73. 73. All right. I think that's
0: it for the birthday. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me.
1: My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I
0: stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right. And the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. Energy crystals, like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something, like, science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, mean, like, like deep 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 down? down? Really reach in in there, there. you know, think think about about it. it. Like war lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. All right, so we got some trivia. All right. Rock and roll history trivia this week. In rock and roll history trivia, let's get to Where's my uh, rock? No, not that where's my history rocker oh trivia time there we go
1: this week
0: in rock and roll history trivia
1: party on weird
0: party on garthra all right this week in rock and roll history trivia this week the question was oh I forgot to write the question but I know what it is <laughs> This week in 1964, this band makes their very first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. Oh,
1: oh, oh, the Beatles.
0: This week in 1964, who was it? Was it A, the Beatles, B, the Rolling Stones, C, the Doors, or was it D, Cocaine Crosby's electric free basin (laughs) boogaloo?
1: I don't know. I'm going to go with A, the Beatles.
0: No, you're not gonna. You don't think it's Cocaine Crosby's Electric Free and Boogaloo? No, no. You ever see them live?
1: No, no. 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 They
0: were short lived. They didn't play very many shows. Yeah. The Beatles, huh? You're very confident about that.
1: I, well, I've seen. You're them. wrong. Oh, I, well, I've seen them on the everyone yeah, was on the I know. Ed Sullivan Show They've been show on there, the but it wasn't their week. Ooh, I was so confident you too. Were. Ego 1964. Has been hurt. In
0: 1964, the Rolling Stones made their first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show this week. In 1964.
1: Yeah, the the Ed Sullivan Show was the place. If you were on the Ed Sullivan Show, you made it.
0: Yeah, that was how they broke a lot of bands. uh, Especially bands from the UK uh, that weren't major names in the US. This was like their introduction to the US audience. Yeah. All right, some new rock and metal albums this week. Dahlia, take it away.
1: All right. See if I can pronounce all of these correctly. Do it. (laughs) All right, this week, Brant Bjork... Bougainvillea Sweet (laughs) (laughs) Heavy psych sounds Anyway uh, Let's see Artists I have Albums coming out The Damned Dark Throne Dead Body Dead Cross Defleshed Deicide Despised (laughs) Lots of D's (laughs) There's a lot of D's Despised Icon Devil's Witches Dimu Borger,
0: Borgier,
1: <laughs> Doctor Acula, Fear Factory, Fit for a King, Foo Fighters, really?
0: The essential oh. Foo Fighters, just the greatest hits.
1: Oh, greatest hits. Uh, Jehenna? Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yes. Let's see. I don't know. The Hunna Joe Lynn Turner, Monroe Thunder, October's Ends, Palais Royal, Polyphia, Psychonaut. Royal Hunt, Sodom, Soraya, Teeth, Ther- Therian, Therian, oh. Thought Crime, Toxic Reasons, Violence, and Worm. There you go. We're not worthy. We're, We're not, not worthy. worthy. We're, We're not, not worthy. worthy. <laughs> All new albums out. New Check albums. them out.
0: Um, all right, some random stories to finish out the week, guys. Home buying. There's a study come out, uh, a study that came out. Uh, Dahlia, there's four U.S. cities where it's affordable to buy a home in the U.S. Oh, what do you think the four cities are? Just guess. Probably
1: the, sh- the shittiest city. That- the sh- the okay, cities well, that guess. no one yeah. wants to live
0: in. Go ahead, guess.
1: Um, if I had to guess... I'd say somewhere in the south.
0: Somewhere in the south, okay. Somewhere
1: in the Midwest. Okay. Nowhere on the east coast and west coast. I'll say cities in the the Midwest. Okay,
0: well, you're kind of close. You're kind of close. Um, So they're saying that the four cities now that are actually affordable to buy a hoe are...
1: Buy a hoe?
0: Buy a hoe. (laughs) Are Detroit... (laughs) Tulsa, Memphis, and Oklahoma City.
1: Oh, Memphis, really? Yep. Oh, interesting. Uh,
0: These are, uh, to measure affordability, the study followed the common personal finance rule that a mortgage payment shouldn't exceed 30% of a homeowner's gross monthly income. So... That's how they came to that. but.
1: Man, Detroit, though. It's going to be a while before Detroit makes any type Detroit, of comeback. M-
0: Tulsa, Memphis, and Oklahoma City. If you guys want an affordable home, that's where to go.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Uh, this was a cool thing, and I'm rooting for this guy uh, because he bet- made a bet way back in April when they first opened bets uh, for uh, the World Series. And he made a bet in April for fifty bucks.
1: What? Just some random dude?
0: Yeah, just some random guy made a bet. You know, you can go down to Vegas and bet on random stuff, right? Uh-huh. So he bet at MGM, a bet MGM that the Houston Astros would defeat the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. He called that all the way back in April. So you can make bet for rand bets for random stuff oh. like that, right? It had twenty five hundred to one odds, which means if Houston in this year's Fall Classic, uh, if they if they beat them the betters payout, he would get 125 grand oh. off of that 50 dollar bet you
1: know he's saying his prayers for that to go to yep. come to fruition huh? so
0: the he's betting that the houston astros would defeat the phillies in that world series and if he's right he's gonna get 2500 to 1 odds that'd be pretty amazing so just goes to show at the beginning of the baseball season might as well if you if you have a team that you feel like you never know right uh Hey, I I think my team's I mean, going to go this bucks. year. Fifty bucks. Going to blow into. it on a
1: slot machine if you're in Vegas right? in like a second anyway.
0: <laughs> but you got to be kind of specific about it. Him for for him to even get that World Series is pretty impressive.
1: I wonder if he did like a bet on all of. I'm sure he the did a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot like, of different. Like what are bets. all the? Di- yeah. Yep.
0: All right, guys. It's the last time for the McRib. It's on its farewell tour. Garthra. Yeah. Right. That's it, this is what they say according to McDonald's.
1: They oh they say that every time they They says it about get
0: one while you can because this is the McRib farewell tour. The McDonald's announcement reads, uh, "It's the last chance to to get one. They're not going to make it anymore."
1: I don't even know that I've ever had a McRib.
0: I've had one. It's horrible. Yeah, it looks horrible for you. They look. It's basically you know it's uh,
1: mechanically separated pork.
0: Did you ever get the? Um, <laughs> Uh, TV dinners that had there was a TV dinner that had something I think, very similar. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like a Salisbury steak, but it's like a pork patty.
1: Yeah, it's got like those round. That's all
0: it is. It's horrible. I don't know why anybody cares about it, but
1: a little bit of pork brain, a little pork bung,
0: <laughs> a little pork butthole. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm.
0: All right, that's it for us, guys. Rock News Weekly podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Check everything out at rocknewsweekly.com. dot com. Watch us when we go live. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you, uh, Twitch Twitch viewers, as well as everybody tuning in. Uh, via the audio every week. We appreciate you guys as well.
1: And again, we did change our time. Sunday's at 2-ish. That's
0: right. Sunday's at 2 p.m. We made it a little bit earlier, and we put it on a day to where we think more people will be able to tune in and be able to check it out, watch us live, uh, right before we release everything for you guys on Monday. So kind of a preview, get ready for the week, and you can watch us live and hang out. Pretty cool, right? All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garthra. I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Wave to the wave to everybody, babe. Bye.
1: Uh, the Miss America wave. Oh, that's it. Uh, uh, okay. yeah. uh, this wig. <laughs> Do I have a line on my forehead?